Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a little while. Country Fried Horror. We're finally back. It's been like... We're back, baby. Two weeks, a week and a half, something like that. Yeah, we got a little caught up. Um, caught A little caught up with uh, some vacation. The hurricane some, happened. Yeah. Yeah, some hurricane. Yeah, we lost <sighs> uh, power for three days. Internet, so we were unable to record anything. I was unable to upload. Family Hocus came to Pocus town. podcast, yeah. We both got new jobs, so it has been extra One chaotic. One whirlwind of a time, but you know what? We're still here. We're, We're here. still popping pop and locking. Yep. Is that even a dance anymore? You remember when that used to be a thing? Pop a lot, pop, pop. The pop lock and drop it. <laughs> pop and lock. I, I, I cannot speak English, apparently. Finish that coffee. <laughs> but anyway, so... Um, We've noticed a spike in, in listeners. At least for the Hocus Pocus one. Yeah, that the Hocus Pocus podcast had triple the amount of downloads. Some In some cases, quadruple the amount of downloads. As a, What am I talking about? It, more like 700% more <laughs> than most of the podcasts, mm-hmm. which is cool. So. so I wanted to say welcome to all you new listeners. Um, today, in honor of you, we are reviewing Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Hopefully that didn't make a noise. I don't think it did. I just moved the microphone. Um, but yeah, so we watched Hocus Pocus 2. This has actually been probably about a week ago we watched this. Yeah, it's been about a week. Yeah, it was right when we, the day we got power back. So mm-hmm. yeah, probably, yeah, maybe a week and a couple of days ago. Yes, we just did not, we didn't have any time to record a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. Um, by now, maybe a lot of you guys have seen it, which is good because we are going to go into some spoilers here. So yeah. if you have never listened to our podcast before, this is the first podcast that you're listening to, be prepared. We're going to spoil it all. So, um, you know, watch the movie. Yeah, watch the movie first. Uh, before we get into it, though, we, again, we also, we watched, we've seen a few, we've watched a few movies since our last podcast. A lot. Unsure if we're going to do podcasts on all of them. But um, what do you think? You... I think we should. Okay. Well, we... I'm of the mindset that if if we watch a movie together and we're both very engaged in the movie, that whether it's good or bad, we should do a podcast on it because people want to know. Well, okay. With that being said, we saw Smile in theaters. What do you think? You think that's one that needs a podcast? I think that or... we should do a podcast on it. So no spoilers. But we did. We saw Smile. We watched Deadstream on Shutter, which was again. I won't spoil our opinions, mm-hmm. but. Uh, and Stop then those feet, sorry, boy. sorry, sorry. It's the shoes. I'll take the shoes off. And then uh, what else did we watch? We watched uh, <clears throat> the Last Exorcism and the Last Exorcism Part Two. Yes, which are older. Um, I think that was it. I think that's all we've watched. Uh, yeah, we saw Barbarian again. Oh, we did see Barbarian again. Yeah, what a good vibe. What a good vibe. We were yeah. There, it was just a. Uh, us and like my brothers and then one other person in the theater or maybe two other people in the theater and uh yeah we had those recliners it was it was so much fun so chill yeah yeah we went back to horror nights uh with them and uh yeah it's been a it's been a We've good had a very busy spooky time. time um and in the midst of all of this stuff like you said started brand new jobs so yeah. um yeah it's been a lot but i'm digging it me so. too yeah we have yet to see pearl still i want to go see pearl so bad 
We made that X podcast the week Pearl came out with all intention of making Pearl the next podcast, and we just have not been able to see it. Like, the time it either is already out of theaters or the time is all whack. We've literally tried to see that movie in theaters at least six times. Yeah. It just never works out. Plans keep getting foiled. I think that that's going to end up being one that we watch at home. Yeah, and, and maybe do a podcast. Probably do a podcast eventually, but if you're holding out for that one... You'll get it Hold at some out point. a little longer, yeah, baby. Yeah, good lord. Um, that's pretty much all as far as, like, um, things we've seen. There's the Halloween Kills. No, Halloween Ends. The last Halloween in the uh, David Gordon Green trilogy comes out this week, Thursday. Wow, that two title, days from now. That title makes me sad. Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends. And you ends. know it won't be the last Halloween. We'll it can't see. be. No. It might be Jamie Lee Curtis's last, but... Yeah, that I am expecting. Uh, you know what? What a queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, edgy. I guess let's get into this podcast, yeah, which so. is Hocus Pocus 2. I'm Dakota. He's Roby. We didn't introduce ourselves. Nah, we introduced um, the podcast. Oh, one more thing before we get into Hocus Pocus 2. Go ahead and follow us on our socials at Country Fried Horror on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I think that's it. And then uh, give us reviews if you like what you've heard, if you like what... You know what we're what we're dishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go go give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Like it. Give us five stars. Whatever you want to give, and uh, yeah, wherever else you can review this thing, please do it. I just wanted to say that up top. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of if, if more people listen to this one again, you know, just wanted to let them know why they're here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, now I'm ready to get into. Let's do it. Focus, Let's focus talk two. about the Sanderson sisters. Yes. My favorite sisters, I think. <laughs> They're pretty solid sisters. They, you gotta love the sisterhood here. Mm-hmm. They're great sisters. They are great, especially in this movie. Let's um, yeah. jump into who made this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Hocus Pocus 2. It's about two young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child hungry witches from wreaking havoc to the world. So it's two young, um, POC girls, which mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. Um, it is directed by Anne Fletcher, who, another female director. Uh, she is mainly known for directing some interesting movies. It's, she's definitely a, a unique choice. She directed Stat, the first Step Up, 27 Dresses, The Proposal. I love uh, The Proposal. The Guilt Trip, which also had um, Barbara Streisand. Streisand. What am I talking about? Barbara Streisand is... I mix... I, sometimes I mix her and Bette Midler up, so... I was about to say, My bad, my world? bad, my bad. But she... Uh, so please strike that from the record. Do not cancel me. Do not... Dumpling. Put that in my review, or your review of this podcast. Yeah, Hot Pursuit with Reese Witherspoon, Dumplin'. Didn't that also have Reese Witherspoon? Um, no, that had Jennifer Anson. I am mixing up my women. <sighs> what a guy. Very sorry. <laughs> uh, some... Uh, let's see... So an episode of Love Victor, which is the Love Simon TV show spinoff thing that they're doing. Some episodes of This Is Us, and now Hocus Pocus too. She's like, she seems to be like a queen of these like teenage or you know young new adult chick flick uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's been around a little while, so she's she's no um, she's no newbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, it was directed, not, <laughs> we already know who it was directed by, the screenplay was written by Jen D'Angelo, who looks like uh, mainly TV, let's see, a writer of 
Young Rock, Happy Together, Workaholics, which I love Workaholics, um, Cougar Town, stuff like that. So she's, which, uh, so that is also an interesting choice for um, fairly new to the to the writing game, movie writing game, which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like mainly just like Comedy Central stuff, which is interesting. Different hodgepodge of ladies yeah. here. The story uh, story by was also by David Kirshner, who. Uh, let's see. Was uh, one of the so yeah we've we've heard of him. We heard of him last. Curious the last George. Podcast. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he was a producer, um, story by for the original Hocus Pocus and all that. And Blake and Harris. A lot of Curious George. A lot of he apparently he and Curious George get along. Uh, and then, uh, Blake Harris also did the story by who looks like mainly just did like looks like the, that Little Mermaid movie they did in 2018. Has a 4.3 on IMDb. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, the 12 Dates of Christmas. Um, a Boy and His Monster. So, not, not too much. much. Not, not much, much. Yeah. But that's that's pretty much all of the background I have on this movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we're, it's starring our, of you course. know, yeah. three uh, showrunners, Bette Midler. Yep, Sarah Jessica Parker and, and Kathy uh, Najimi. Uh, Najimi. I never know how to pronounce that. Najimi. Najimi. I think that's I right. Know. Yeah. She's cute. She's she's uh, lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she looks great. She looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just gotta say that. Yes, and they are the Sanderson sisters. And I think that um, I think she's my favorite sister. Yeah, she's she's great. just so funny to me. Mm-hmm. But let, let's get into the plot of this movie. Can you what? bring up um, a synopsis let's for us? Jump it's into been a little this. while since we watched it, so I'm a little rusty on all this. Yeah, we just uh, we're gonna, not gonna go word for word like we've done in the past, but just I want to have it up. But I do want to give credit to yet again our boy Jeremy <laughs> over at the movie spoiler, Jeremy. who's just he's great at writing these synopsises. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be again not 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 trying to word for word b- verbatim but uh, I still wanted to give him credit. Oh yeah, I forgot. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting back. You good? You good? All right, let's get into this thing. Spoilers ahead. So. This movie started off interesting. Much like the first Hocus Pocus, we get a time jump back to the past. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is going to be 1653. Whoa. Um and we're jumping all the way back to when these these girls are just teenagers. Yeah, if um, that. Sarah Jessica Parker was she looked really little? She was probably like eleven. Yeah, um, right. But Winifred is sixteen. Yeah. Um, which in this town is of age to apparently get married. Yeah, forced I into mean, marriage. I mean, this was a long, long time ago, and she's like, mm, no, <laughs> hell no, I don't think so. Yeah. She's Winifred. She's she's always been this way. She's yeah. um, she's Queen Bee. You know. Yeah. She has her sisters. That's all she needs. And uh, the townspeople are very put off by the girls uh, especially Winifred because they suspect that they are like well, doing, not quite yet doing though. witchy stuff or like not just maybe not witchy stuff but like they're just not following the faith you know what I mean yeah they ain't right yeah they're not just falling in line like like they should right um and the mayor John Pritchett um oh that's actually that's the guy that uh she's being arranged to uh, Reverend Trask is the uh, Reverend Trask. That's it. Yeah. yeah, who's played by Tony Hale, who from Arrested Development fame, 
plays Forky <laughs> in Toy Story 4. You've seen his face. He's the he best. He lets her know that she's going to be marrying this guy, John Pritchett. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And John Pritchett's like, no. Yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with her either. And she pretty much reveals that she's in love with Billy Butcherson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the a young Billy the Butcherson. The infamous Billy, you know, yeah. from the first movie. <laughs> and... Uh, He's like, huh? Yeah, he's like, we what? They, he said we kissed one time. <laughs> like, yeah. It wasn't even a, yeah. Um, we are not so, dating. You know, all there's like a spider involved. I'll say this: it's like it's Winifred's birthday, and the girls are get weird, her a special and they spider, get yeah. her a spider, and then this puts the whole town off because <laughs> like she throws it on the the reverend or something. Mm-hmm. He starts freaking out. Yeah, and she gets the. Pretty much he says that he's going to separate them all. Like, and that is the the tipping point for Winifred, yeah. is that she's not going to be separated from her sisters. Um, and they flee off into the forest, and there's this, like, crow or raven, mm-hmm. something, some, some mystical-looking bird that meets them in the forest and turns into a witch. Who are they called? I guess her name is Mother Witch. Yeah, and she is going to eat them. I love uh, these movies. Yeah, they're so freaking weird. Um, so yeah, she's gonna eat them, and then she recognizes in Winifred a kindredness. Yeah, she recognizes the power. She's yeah. something. Yeah, something's she's going like on. you're different, mm-hmm. and um, gives her book. Yep. And you all know who book is. Yes. that's the creepy looking book with the big eyeball. You know. <laughs> yep. And uh, basically, she tell like uh, she tells them that. You know their their ultimate power is their coven. Like that's what's the most important. Like your coven is strong. You know, take this book, go practice this magic, but don't do the forbidden ultimate power spell. And book doesn't like that spell. He, you know, he he's not even gonna let you do it. But like, nah, don't even think about it. The movie at its roots, like from here forward, is about sisterhood, mm-hmm. regardless of bloodline, sticking together. Yeah. Um, All about which I it's really like that yeah. message. That was cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, so but then the uh, the uh, mother witch uh, leaves and tells them, you know, you have to absorb children's the essence of children to keep them looking young and beautiful, and then bounces, like, leaves the book, takes off, and uh, yeah, and then they go. Sanderson's sisters return to town, and they set the town on fire. They basically set Trask's house on fire. As they laugh and dance in the, in the night. Because they're witches now and they're yeah. bad to the bone. Yeah, they they chill. They're happy. They're excited for these new powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, flash forward to present day Salem. Uh, teenage, there is uh, now Becca, played by Whitney Peake. Uh, it's her 16th birthday. And her friend uh, Cassie, played by Lila Buckingham. Um, they uh, Cassie ends up... So then they're all... Wait, wait, wait. My bad, my bad. Well, Izzy, sorry, Izzy, played by Belisa Escobedo. That's uh, the 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 friend. So Becca and Izzy had this other friend, Cassie, who's played by Lila Buckingham, mm-hmm. who ends up ditching them to hang out with her boyfriend <clears throat> Mike. You can tell that they are estranged. Yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, uh, things aren't well in paradise for these three girls. Mm-hmm. Two of them are like stuck together like glue. The other one maybe is like has like changed. She's a little bit more popular. Um, she's into this guy who is kind of 
what they would consider a bully to them because he's kind of like your typical jock but he's really just too stupid to realize that he's bullying anybody he really doesn't mean it he just uh is dumb right um but yeah so there's the dynamic there and you Mm -hmm. can see a little parallel to like what's going on in the beginning of this movie which is the 16th birthday right yeah true uh and basically and this is also where and this uh, this was a surprise to me we it's revealed that uh for Becca's birthday every year they do like a Halloween sleepover where they watch scary movies and they practice basically witchcraft <laughs> they practice like a uh, a witchy ritual as Jeremy puts it yes um, so we were I did not expect that so this was a uh, they also are a coven of, of themselves yeah I kind of got the vibe as soon as it was like here's this three girls on a 16th birthday. I was mm. like, oh. So they're witches as well. They're doing so the whole So we're going to get a, a movie about witches. And I, at this point, thought maybe the Sanderson sisters would be helping them to discover their witch powers or like mm-hmm. discover that they're a coven of witches or right. something like that. It's not the case. But, you know, I mean, maybe underlying it's the case. But yeah. uh, when the Sanderson sisters certainly aren't out to help them <laughs> in any way. Uh, and Mike lets it slip that Cassie's throwing a Halloween party at her house. Um, just again, like just kind of being a jerk, and she kind of does like a little, um, a little fake spell or whatever, and freaks him out. So they just they don't get along. She does not a big fan of Mike. Mm-mm. Um, this sends them to the principal's office where Becca has a small argument with Cassie, since uh, she Cassie just mocks her virtual. Uh, Birthday ritual. Her virtual. Wow. I, I her virtual. The, two world, the words there. Yeah. Her um, after school, Becca and Izzy walk past a billboard with Cassie's family on it. And it is uh, Jerry, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Trask, also played by Tony Hale. So he is the descendant of the Reverend from back in the um, Sanderson sisters days. So he's in big trouble. Oh, yeah. And he's running for mayoral re-election. So he's the mayor of the town. Uh, and then this is where the girls go to the magic shop, which is the Sanderson's cottage, which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea of them, like, keeping the cottage, but not just having it, like, out there. It's a stigma. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff. Is, it's, they walk, like, you get it, the first shot of it is he's... The shop uh, either owner or manager mm-hmm. yeah, is the in owner. there, like, telling a story about them. Yeah, and he's, like, doing a magic show. And this is uh, Gilbert, played by Sam Richardson, which yeah, who we, love. we love Sam Richardson in this house. Yes, he's great uh, from his comedy with Detroiters. Um, I think you should leave to Werewolves, uh, Werewolves, with, uh, Werewolves Within. Is that what that movie's called? I can't remember. But he's great. He's funny. He's, he's a good, great dude. Love seeing him in, seeing him in more stuff. Yes. Um, but yeah, so like you said, he's uh, telling them about the Sanderson sisters. He's doing like a, he's basically recapping the first movie with talking about Emily Binks getting killed and um, uh, blah, 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 blah. What the frick's the, the cat's name? What's the kid's name? Thackeray. Thackeray, Thackeray, for some reason. Thackeray Binks. Yeah, Thackeray Binks getting turned into a cat. You could have just said Binks. Everybody would know. I could have said that. Uh, the Black Flame Candle lit by a virgin. All this stuff. And uh, and when he is done, after the kids leave, Gilbert talks to Becca and Izzy, and he gives her uh, a candle for her own ritual. That's he said is like was made from the black light candle. 
So it's he basically reproduced. Blacklight. Sorry. <laughs> he, he basically. I'm tired. I, I'm. I my eyes. Bro. I love okay. it. Like, can you imagine if there was a black light candle and right. all the dudes just like jump out of a room? <laughs> right. Put their hand. Put their hands in their pocket. You, you don't want to see what's on my hands. <laughs> um, after the kids. Uh, anyway. So yeah. So he basically just made duplicates of the black light. Black flame candle. What a noob. I know. Not good. Um, and then. He gives it yeah. to Becca mm-hmm. for her birthday because he knows that these girls go out and do um, a little ritual for her for her birthday. And he is tricking them into raising the Sanderson sisters. These girls yeah. go out into the woods. Okay. Y'all, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to judge anybody, but I know at sixteen I was I was literally let me tell you a little story. At sixteen I was reading Twilight and one night I was reading it for some Twilight is not a scary book but to me like the concept of vampires had always been scary um, because I grew up on like interview with a vampire um, like for real Dracula th- those kind of vampire things it was my first taste of a vampire being kind of you know like hot yeah it was nighttime I realized I have not done my homework I've had I had to force myself <laughs> to put Twilight down okay. I walk outside, it's pitch black outside, and from the wedge between my house and my neighbor's house, my neighbor, I'm assuming it was my neighbor, was back there and just, like, the loudest hiss you could ever hear, <laughs> like, at, like by my window to my bedroom, yeah. and I jumped out of my skin and booked it inside. Right. Like, at 16, there's no way you would have caught me in the woods doing some sort of witchy Heck ritual. Heck no, no. Hell no. Uh-uh. I had the I had a fear like none other. Heck that. Yeah, I checked my that. closet every night for Michael Myers, okay? <laughs> like, yeah. It just wasn't, it, it, this wasn't me. So they're brave. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, oh, but he also, before he le- they leave, he also gives them Angelica leaves. That yes. he tells lifts curses. If you ever need to lift a curse, use these, mm-hmm. which are in like a little plastic bag that looks like he bought it, it looks at the like dollar store. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, so they're out there and they start doing this, uh, almost like a, almost like a seance. I don't yeah, really just know a much ritual. about seance. Yeah. Um, and they light the candle, and all of a sudden, an earthquake starts, and they are literally in the woods that Winifred and her sisters met Mother Witch. Yep. So. They, the the earth sort of like splits and up come the Sanderson sisters in full song. Yeah. Well, first. We, this we, threw me. Well, first we hear uh, Sarah singing, come little children. So we hear yes. that first. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. Right. But then it changes into like uh, some sort of theatrical, we're back The witches song. are back. Yeah. <laughs> and this threw me for a loop. I, really I literally, my heart sank. I was like, oh no. It was so random and so bizarre. But you know, it's, 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 it's in character to an extent. It was, this was definitely. I don't think that if, I mean, yeah. I. I don't know who has risen from a grave, but I don't think anybody has done it in full song. It was you know? it was bizarre, yeah. <laughs> um, the first thing out of your mouth. I know, just, right? Belting it, Bro- Broadway. <laughs> it makes you wonder where they when when they are banished. Where do they go? Like, are they? I'm assuming to hell with their master <laughs> Lucifer, <gasps> whom be. in the first movie they loved. I mean, they just loved him. So why would they, why would they want to come back? You know. To torment people. True. They 
They're, wi- they they're like bad being, witches. I mean, maybe in hell, they're the underdogs. Maybe yeah. they're not that bad that's, in hell. That's probably... Yeah, you're probably and not so wrong. here, and I'm making up my own narrative now, but here in Salem, everybody still, to this day, talks about them. Yep. They're a big they're deal. They're legends. Yeah. The Sanderson sisters. Why wouldn't they want to come back? Yeah, they're that's like a good the point. queens of Salem. That's true. Which is basically what we see next, because uh, um, Izzy and Becca run, but the sisters spot them and plan to kill them. Uh, after remembering that they were outwitted by <laughs> some kids last time, they're like, no, we, we got to get stop this before uh, it gets too far. I smell yeah. children. And they uh, pretend that they're witches in their 40s that just look like teenagers. And um, they basically pretend that they are... Uh, they that they can brew potions to help the Sanderson sisters de-age yeah, without having to, to kill children. Yeah. Um, the Sanderson sisters, being the naive witches Which, they are, are like, okay. Sarah specifically is like, what? Yeah. We don't have to kill them? Like, she's like, it's my thing to lure the children. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that's my whole thing. That's yeah. my whole shtick. <laughs> Uh, then they end up going to a Walgreens, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where they begin to sample creams and lotions. The uh, Sanderson sisters are like, where are the souls? And they're like, the souls are already in there. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And then this is where some other kids dressed as the Sanderson sisters come up to them hoping for a selfie, mm-hmm. which is they're, they're flattered by. You know, like you said, that's why they come back. They're worshipped. Yeah, and <laughs> can't they serve Lucifer better on Earth <laughs> right. than in Hell where he is? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the Sanderson sisters then realize that they have been tricked by Becca and Izzy, uh, and so they chase the girls until they pour salt around themselves to mm-hmm. fend off them. Uh, but then uh, they, what, what is that? I think um, Winifred like shoots a power thing at her. Yes, yeah. and this is like one of the first times we get to see Becca, her hands kind of glow blue, mm-hmm. and... Um, and um, she kind of like blocks yeah. Winifred's spell and kind of rebounds it towards them, which she doesn't even take notice of. Uh-oh. The girls are so like, re- just they just start running right. that she doesn't notice that she's done this. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the audience and them are probably left to kind of think it was the salt, you know, that mm-hmm. protected them. But yeah, but if you look at those hands, yeah, they, uh, yeah, for sure. They're glowing. But the Sanderson sisters get uh, use some brooms uh, and then Mary uses two Roombas. To give chase, which I like the two Roombas because it does come back, uh, comes back later in the movie for a story point. Yes, yeah. The Roombas almost have like a personality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah, because I'm mad at my uh, shark vacuum <laughs> right now. It hasn't been working for about two weeks. Yeah, can't because figure out why. It says that there's something stuck in there. I've cleaned it out a million times. There's nothing in there. <laughs> Pretty um, annoying. But that's besides the point. You know, that, that's just basic life. That's just freaking life stuff that comes in and is frustrating and frick this. My shoes? I keep... Your shoes are slip sliding the lovely. They're so comfortable, though. My feet are cold. I don't the know. podcasters aren't going to love them. Uh, They're literally fine. sliding all over our floor. Fine. <laughs> uh, Becky and Izzy run back to Gilbert, who admits he knew about the candle and the spell book, which is now awake since the Sanderson sisters are alive and yep. well. Uh, and he opens the book and it emits that beacon. To tell the the Sanderson sisters, Where it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they arrive. Uh, the, obviously, the Sanderson sisters come. They uh, imprison Becky and Izzy in the basement, where they take away the stairs, so they are stuck in the basement. Then Gilbert tells the Sanderson sisters that he was there when he was a kid, that he was at the 
uh, like cemetery. when all this was going on with yeah. um Thackeray Binks and Max and mm-hmm. and that all final the other... standoff at the, at the cemetery. Yeah, yes. he was there. He yeah. saw it all happen, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was like a really cool like I little like viewpoint because mm-hmm. we actually got to see some of that mm-hmm. bit of the movie. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, I liked that. And so like he has always truly believed in them, and he wanted to bring them back. Yep. Yeah. Why did we ever <laughs> figure that out? Uh, he said like he. Um... I can't remember exactly why, but I think it was just more... Foolish reasons. Yeah, for sure. It was foolish reasons. I don't think it was, like, or bad reasons. Like, I don't think he wanted to be evil. No. I think it was just more, he's like, I just, you know, wanted to help, you know. I don't know. I don't know exactly why. I can't remember. He's not, he's not a bad character, but you do feel some betrayal from him. For sure. Because... He, he knew what was going to happen. I mean, like, these aren't good people. No. I don't know why you would want to raise the Sanderson sisters from dead, aside right. from just, like... You may think the stories about them are cool or something, but like they're at the at the end of the day, they're not good. Right? Yeah. Uh, but they, while they're in the the house, they find uh, I guess like a just one of the flyers for the mayor, where mm-hmm. they see that Trask looks a lot like Reverend Trask does. So uh, now they're like, oh well, the we have to find him. The lineage him. continues. Yeah. We have to kill uh, this man. Um, Winnie decides she wants to do the. Ultimate power spell, but the book refuses to let her. Uh, she opens it anyway, lists off the ingredients, and then she tells Gilbert that they will kill him if he does not go find yeah. the ingredients before the hourglass fills up. Yes. Yeah. So she fl- yeah she flips over the hourglass, and yeah he he goes off to uh to do that. Yeah. All the while they're gonna go try to <laughs> which kill one the of mayor. one of the ingredients is Billy Butcher's head. Yes. Yeah. Um, the girls try to call Cassie. While they're stuck, just try to see if she can come help. They do greet her, and she's at her little Halloween party, but she is uh, FaceTime's not working. She can't yeah. hear, and we—I don't know if this is just because they're in a basement or because uh, uh, the curse or something. Well, the whole spell was that they could not get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. like, no windows, no doors, no stairs. Right. And they then they realize, oh, we can't even call for help. Yep. Then they remember. The Angela leaves. Angelica leaves. Yeah. Angelica leaves. <laughs> Angela uh, yeah. Leaves. They learn that, oh, maybe this could work. Probably won't, but let's try it. Worth a shot. Yep. And they uh, use them and they successfully do work and the stairs reappear. The yeah. magic continues. Uh, they try to get their hands on book, but the Sanderson sisters <clears throat> have also put a spell on that. So they are not allowed to touch it or get into it. Um, so they resolve that they need to head to Cassie's house and warn her themselves so they got to go and tell her like hey, they've uh, overheard this about them coming after the dad yeah they're gonna come after and the, he's the like, family probably he's like a really nice guy he's um quirky and he is well-meaning mm-hmm. but a little awkward he doesn't deserve the wrath that, <laughs> that his, a reverend. his reverend great 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 grandfather you know deserves <laughs> yeah um so they're like we gotta save this man yeah the reverend deserves it this guy nah Mm-hmm. Uh, Gilbert, this is when he goes to the grave of Billy, who is, re- all, is played again by Doug Jones, who, like I was saying in the last one, plays like all these cool creature effects, like again, Shape of Water, Wait, was it really? Hellboy. Yeah, same guy. Yeah, same mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I didn't actually realize that. I thought that it was a different person because I thought the voice sounded a little different. No, yeah, he's the same guy. <laughs> Excuse me, but then I was realizing in the first movie we don't hear him talk all mm-hmm. that yeah, much. Yeah, because he has the the. 
Yeah, the stuff on his face. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like his he mouth gets is it, tied. He cuts it at the very like end, I think, and he's like, "You bitch," you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. that was like crazy for a Disney movie, uh-huh. you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this movie we get to hear him talk a lot more. Yeah, we, a lot. He's like him and him and um, Gilbert are like BF, BFFs running around, partners in crime for this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Billy's a cool dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that it was played by somebody different because there's a thick accent, mm-hmm. and I guess I just didn't really recognize it in yeah. the first movie. Right. That there's that thick of an accent, mm-hmm. so uh, that's nice to know. Mm-hmm. Yep, they brought him back. That's very dude. cool. Yeah, and uh, so, like you were saying, one of the ingredients was his head of a former lover. But Billy is like, Billy I am not a former lover. We kissed once. Like yeah. we are, yeah. And Gilbert is like, I promise. To tell you know, to tell the world that that's that you know, mm-hmm. that that's it's all BS pretty much, um, but not before. I, I want to live still, so I need your head <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but he kind of he he kind of coerces Billy like, if you help me do this, I'm actually trying to stop the Sanderson sisters. Is yeah. basically He's what like, he says. I'm yeah. trying to stop them. I need you to help me come get all these ingredients. Yeah. Um, all this stuff, and Billy's on board with that because obviously he hates Winifred. Right. Um, not realizing that he's being tricked by right. Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, it was also yeah tricking him. Uh, what a dude. Uh, the Sandersons end up at the Halloween carnival um, where they find Trask, but they also become amused by the activities, just like in the first one, where they're exploring the town and seeing you know different things going on. Um, Becca contacts Trask. And tells him about Cassie's party, basically. She's like, if I can get him to go home and uh, get him away from the carnival, it can buy us time, pretty much. Um, the Sanderson sisters are then invited on stage uh, because <laughs> they're doing a Sanderson sisters costume Com- contest. Yeah, like a, a contest. I'm telling you, they are the baddies of mm-hmm. this town. Mm-hmm. And so, like... <laughs> They don't win. <laughs> Somebody else wins. Some dra- uh, drag queens win, which is it's, it's, it's great. And obviously Winifred is like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. Like, no. And she goes up and snatches the <laughs> trophy. And they're all like, hey, like, quit, blah, blah, blah. And she snatches the microphone and she mm-hmm. starts singing mm-hmm. one way or another. Uh, yep, yep. And, um... Of course, it's fun because it's Bette Midler. Of course, yeah. Um, this is good. This I like the song much better than the first one, <laughs> than the uh, uh, first song when they, they first sang come in this back, movie. The yeah. Are back. yeah, yeah. Um, this definitely felt more on point with a regular Hocus Pocus. I put a spell on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which they—that is what they're doing. They're basically they use song to put spells on people. Yeah, and they put a spell on all the town members to go find Trask. That's why that opening song sequence didn't make sense to me. It makes sense to me that they would use music to put spells on people. Mm-hmm. It's like a siren song. You know right. what I mean? Like it just bewitches all these folks. Yeah, I don't know why they came out the grave singing. It just doesn't make any it's, sense. It's out of place, and they end up singing the song at the end too with the credits. That would have been fine. I, yeah. I feel like they could have just had that there, and it would have been like, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. That think, original I, song for the movie. I think movie. that the writers were just struggling with, like, how do we bring them back in a big way yeah. without it being lackluster, like they're crawling out of a grave or something like <laughs> right. that. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people loved it. And they just were it, like, but... well, let's give them a song and dance number. Mm-hmm. That'll work. But yeah. So they bewitched the town into uh, seeking out the mayor. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So the whole town that is at this festival 
is now dancing through the streets dancing and, uh, through the street like a, a flash mob while the music they're still singing the song like <laughs> yeah. in a ritualistic way which i like that it's fun it was yeah. fun and um they're just looking for the mayor yep. they don't even realize it but they mm-hmm. are and uh yeah yeah uh gilbert is with billy and they're also at the carnival where billy's having a great time he's playing like carnival games um but then they return to the cottage uh, Gilbert attempts to reverse the sand in the hourglass, but again, just like everything else, it is cursed or whatever, so when he flips it, it just stays the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, this clues Billy in that he made a pact with the Sandersons, and he starts uh, walking away. Gilbert apologizes, but takes Billy's head. So Billy so, is like, He's like, I'm so sorry, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Snatches his head clean off. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. What a friend. And just like in the, uh, the first one, does the same thing. Like, uh, yeah. Just, Let me... Uh, let me ask a question not involved with the podcast. Um, did is Penny inside? I don't know where Penny is. Well, that's not good. Our dog was caught trying to dig China yesterday. Um, the neighbor came over and was like, "Hey, your dog is halfway under your fence." <laughs> um, she's an inside dog, but when she gets hyper, she just digs, just digs. She's like, she's what two? Is she's she even two yet? Oh, is she three? She's three? Man, she's three. Yeah, so she's still, you know, kind of a kid. She's, you know, so. Well, for a golden, she's a golden retriever. For a golden retriever, she's definitely still a kid. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I love her energy. Uh, I just don't love it when it destroys my home. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to go find my dog real quick. <laughs> I found her, guys. She was inside, so no reason to panic. No reason. Thank God that she's like okay. Right, Penny? My chair is really far back. Um, <laughs> all right, let's you know get back to where we left off. Yeah, so uh, Becky and Izzy make it to Cassie's house, but the Sanderson sisters find them there uh, thanks to Mike, uh, which they you know, basically what they found uh, found Mike, and then well, first of all, something Jeremy does not mention is Trask goes to the house. And he confronts Cassie about the sleepover, or the, the, party. the party. yeah. Yeah, and then he goes back because all he wanted at the festival was a caramel, Can, yeah, like a candied, candied apple. apple. Yeah, so he immediately leaves again. Um, but, the, so while the crowd is looking for him, the Sanderson sisters are looking, are basically going to go to the Trask's house. And they follow Mike, which is, again, Cassie's boyfriend. Um, so they head her, head uh, follow him uh, to the house. And uh, they basically, um, the Sanderson sisters find them there, and, um, shoot, sorry, I'm losing my, my train of thought here. Anyway, basically, they, this is where Becca, Izzy, uh, Cassie, and Mike, this is where they kind of get in a little tussle, like, this is where they tell Mike that you are a bully and he doesn't mm-hmm. realize it. Uh, so they kind of, you know, make up a little bit, um... But then the Sanderson sisters find them, and they are uh, chased through the house, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the it, they're able to... Oh, um, they follow Becca into the garage, where she has, like, a, just a water bottle or something, right? And she tells them that this is what you're what you need this is like one of the potions you need or something i'll pour it out if you you know if you don't back off pretty much and uh they're very gullible they are very 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 gullible (laughs) and um they end up being able to put a salt ring around the sanderson sisters to keep them within Mm -hmm. pretty much yeah so they're Mm -hmm. trapped in the garage Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh let's see trask returns home uh oh yeah so basically then we also trask is still 
trying to get his candied apple, and he gets to the front of the line, but they're like all sold out, right, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, or no, he does eventually get one, but then they're closed. Oh, they're closed. Yeah, where does he get one, though? Because he does end up with one. He goes to the store and just gets one. But uh, he was he? so excited because there was a certain vendor that was coming that makes them, like, they're his favorite right. whatever. Right, he want, he, Like, that's just what he wants every year. And um, he waited all that time. Oh, yeah. The people also found him. Sorry, my dog is going nuts yeah, right now. Yeah, she's trying to find her ball on the couch. Um, the, pizza, the people found him. Yeah. Um, and he just like kind of started dancing with them and then the spell broke because um, that's all they were told to do was to find him Mm -hmm. and they did (laughs) and so like he goes to wait in line the line is closed she's Mm -hmm. no longer there and he's like please no like blah 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 so he just goes to the store gets himself a a generic apple yeah candied apple yeah and he's like well it's not gonna be the same but i'm still gonna eat my candied apple for Halloween. yeah but that's when the flash mob comes and and he it's gone right and he like uh then he can't find it anymore so he doesn't get his candy apple at all. yeah so yeah. somebody steals it yeah yeah, yeah. forgot about that but uh-huh. i had the order a little wrong okay, all right still uh but yeah so then uh he goes back home and encounters them in the garage and they learn that cassie is also descendant of him so now they you know they want to uh, take him down as well um, the Sanderson, and then, so, they're kind of off talking, they're, the girls are trying to distract Trask from, um, from, from, like, going into the garage or for yeah. doing anything, and, uh, but, it, so, all the while, the Sanderson sisters, the garage is open, and the two, uh, the two Roombas are, uh, driving to the garage, and are able to start sucking up the salt so that <laughs> they can, which I like that, I thought that mm-hmm. was, that was clever, yeah. Um, so the Sanderson sisters run off with Cassie. They grab Cassie and find Gilbert in the Forbidden Wood. Uh, and the Trask just goes inside the house. He's, he doesn't see any of this. He just, like, gets really upset, goes inside, and, uh, yeah. So he doesn't know anything's going on. Um, oh, I, thought, I thought he has an interaction with the girls. No, he does. Sisters. Yeah, he does. He sees them in the garage and is wondering what's going on, you know. But he, then after they... Uh, after he confronts Cassie about his night and all that, he just heads in the house. He's just pretty pissed. I think we get we get the uh, impression that he's a single father. At least we never see yes. a mom or anything. Unless in those pictures, but I don't remember. Mm, I don't um, remember this is also where it's revealed to the Sanderson sisters that this is his daughter. Um, yes, so right. she is also of the lineage mm-hmm, yep, yep. of their worst enemies. So, yeah. so they she's she's fair game now, right? So when they are escape from the salt, they pick her up and take her to the woods, pretty much to find Gilbert and uh, all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Becca and Izzy find them and see Becca's hands <laughs> no, glowing. Wait. Wait, 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 first of all, they swoop her up into the sky. Uh-huh. Right. This really freaks out little homeboy. What's his name? Mike. Mike. He's like. I can't believe my eyes. I'm freaking out right now. The girls oh, yeah. are like, we got to go save Cassie. They take off. Then he's left. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's left sort of like in this existential crisis, like rocking back and forth. Like, what do I do? Uh-huh. And he turns around and there's Billy Butcher's body. Yeah. Um, Billy Butcherson. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in the boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're in the boys. <laughs> You're thinking about the boys. There you go. Um, 
Oh my gosh. Oh my so much my noise. Animals. I tell you what, they're dramatic as all hell. I'll be right back. Guys, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, we're back. Chaotus. Chaotus. <laughs> Chaos. Chaos ensues. Uh -huh. So the dogs are barking because there are power line people out of our, of our house trying to repair the power lines that were taken down during Hurricane Ian. Um, and so they're going crazy. And then the cat went crazy and broke glass in the front of the house. It's just... Can you hear that? Good God. I hope you can't hear that. It's, uh... It's a lot. It's a lot. There's indeed. a lot going on. It's a lot indeed. This is... I'm sorry. It's very distracting. It's very distracting. They're so loud. And it's literally right in our front yard. There's like four guys. I feel like maybe I should put them outside. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Hoot and Manny were back again. Hopefully, for the last time. <sighs> anyway, what I was trying to say is that Mike is really razzed. Uh, really razzed. I think he pisses himself, maybe. I don't think I, I don't think saw he does, it. But, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he did. He probably does, um, yeah. Because he's seeing a headless zombie for the first time. Yep. And he just saw his girlfriend get swooped up into the atmosphere by three witches on Roombas. <laughs> um, <laughs> A lot's going on for Mike tonight. Yep. And then he realizes that his, his girlfriend is actually a witch. Which, you know, like, yeah. huh? I don't think that they've confirmed that. No, well, she she's, she has partaken in uh, rituals. The yeah, the craft. Yeah. The craft. So he passes out right in the middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. He's down for the count. He's down for the count. Um, uh, so the Sanderson sisters uh, begin their spell, but Becca and Izzy try to warn Winnie that doing the ultimate magic will take away what she values most. Uh, which Book had shown them and tried to warn Winnie, but Winnie ignores them. And she Winnie just, like, skipped over this in the book. She didn't even read it. She was just so obsessed with the power that it would give her that she didn't read the warnings. Yeah. And so the girls read the warnings, mm -hmm. and they're like, hey, before you do this, you need to think about the repercussions because mm -hmm. it's gonna. you're pretty much going to be sacrificing whatever you love most. Yeah. Winifred's like, you're lying. Mm -hmm. And she just performs the spell. Yep. She uh, she she does the spell. She's like, oh my god, I have ultimate powers. Uh, even Mary and Sarah start to be able to emit powers, which before they really weren't able to do like that. They didn't have them the way Winifred. Yeah, Winnie had. Yeah, Winnie's the one with the power, similar <laughs> to how Becca is the one with power, and Izzy and Cassie are more. You know, they're they're a coven, but yeah, she's the one with the actual witch gift or whatever. Um, so then Sarah and Mary disappear. Yeah, they end up fading into existence. And Winnie... It was kind of sad, It was kind of sad. I almost shed a little tear. I was like, <laughs> oh, this feels like... It didn't feel like a goodbye in the movie. It felt like a goodbye to these three actresses mm -hmm. doing this part. Right. And I was like, I'm not ready for this part of my life to be over. Like, yeah. this was my childhood. Hocus Pocus was my childhood. Yeah. I mean, like, as, as it was for so many of us. Um, because it was such a well-made Disney Channel movie. They don't don't make movies like this anymore, and so for these ladies to be brought back now, they're older, um, still awesome, but mm -hmm. like it felt like a goodbye to right. them being in Hocus Pocus movies, and right. I was like, oh no, I know, because like there's always the possibility. I mean, they they disappeared the same way they disappeared in the original. There's always a chance for another one, but what are the odds of that? I mean. Yeah, especially not in the same capacity. They're all getting older, like you yeah. said. So yeah, uh, but Winnie, yeah, and Winnie's very sad. She's very like, these are her, this is her sisters. This is her cousin. She you know? panics. She's she like, does. hold on, this I didn't realize that. Like, yeah, 
you meant them. Mm-hmm. Like, and like in the beginning of the movie, like that's her straw. Yeah. I'm not going to be separated from my sisters. Yeah. Um, so she practically gets on her knees and begs the girls to yeah. help her bring her sisters back. Right. Or, you know, so she can reunite with them. Right. And they're like, um, yeah, we'll yeah. help you. Yeah, they, they do it. And uh, Winnie is waiting, ex- expecting, you know, the, her sisters to come back. But instead, it is Winnie going to be with them wherever they are. So she starts fading, too. Yeah. Yeah. But she's happy with it. She, she says, cries out, sisters, one more time, which is, which is kind of sad. Uh, and then she vanishes. Yep. Yep. The Sanderson sisters are yet again gone. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Mm. Mm. Gilbert puts uh, Billy's head back on his body, and he begins to uh, cross over as well, uh, with Gilbert keeping his promise to tell the truth about it Billy's It feels story. like they're gone for real this time, because mm-hmm. like, even Billy is fading. Yeah. You know, it's like the magic, all these curses, all this magic they've done At here all in Salem, of it's, undid. it's all yeah. going away. Yeah. Um, so in so theory, it feels like a finalization on them. So in theory, if there's any other... Ca- people that they turned into cats or whatever, they would also finally be, be able released. to rest. Yeah. 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 Billy has been literally just in Chilling. that grave for yeah. hundreds of years. Yeah. I mean, like... Mm-hmm. I know. Pretty, because, like, the first time he died, when they resurrected him in the 90s, he was dead. But then when they brought him back... Uh, he's, he was like, after that night, I've just been awake, just chilling in Billy this coffin. Billy is living a nightmare for yeah, me. Yeah, it's terrifying. Have you ever seen the movie Buried Alive? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's just... Ugh. Yeah, nah, I'm good, bro. I don't know the name of it, but when I was a child, I went to Blockbuster and rented... I mean, I was probably like nine years old. I rented a movie about a woman whose husband injected her with some sort of venom from a puffer fish... <laughs> Which slows your heart so much that medical professionals can't tell that you're still alive. And he pronounced her dead. Mm-hmm. And they buried her alive. And she was able to get out and, like, I mean, like, Horrifying. haunt him pretty much. Yeah. Um, but she's alive. Yeah, that's... But I was like, I don't know what it was called. It's the only time I ever saw it. It traumatized me. It, like, unleashed a new fear. Yeah. Like, being buried alive. Ugh. I know. Definitely, I cannot. Definitely not a fun idea. So poor, poor old Billy. Um, I couldn't do it, man. Yeah. I don't know. Oof. He's not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Me. No wonder he liked Gilbert straight off the bat. I know, right? Um, so the girls decide to give Book a new home, and uh, Cassie rejoins her friends as they decide to continue practicing witchcraft. Uh, they walk together, swaying side to side. Uh, oh, yeah, they just do, like, like the, the little steps that yeah. the Sanderson sisters do where they, like, cross their feet over each other. Right. Um, they did that in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And then we also, we come see... On, come on, come on. <laughs> That's what they were saying. And we see uh, Mother Witch fly overhead again, the bird from the uh, from the beginning of the movie with them as kids. A little, little uh, tie-up, you know, like, she's still here, she's mm-hmm. still around. Maybe she will teach them a thing or two. She probably will. But um, They're better than the others. Well, I think that was a big part of the movie is witchcraft has... Went from Salem, them being burned, to now. I mean, you can find freaking witchcraft books at Books a Million. You know, yeah. it's definitely much, uh, yeah, much, much more uh, accessible and uh, now. I think that these girls are, um, you know, trying to be responsible in, in <laughs> right. their witchcraft and not probably going to be stealing the souls from children. Mm-hmm. They don't care about being young. Yeah. Um, you know, like. 
maybe don't curse everybody to hundreds of years in in a cat body or yeah i don't think they're gonna do that yeah you know right um use your powers for good ladies (laughs) but yeah Uh, um that was the movie that was uh oh the author it ends on a uh, in credit scene where we basically see that gilbert still had some black flame candle left over Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, may not be over just yet. Yeah, it kind of ended in a way that makes you think they're going to make a third movie. In which case, if they do, you know... Oops. Wow, that was loud. My bad, sorry um, about that. If they do that, that is fine, I guess. I don't want them ruining a great thing. Yeah. Um, This was... This was a movie that I was very nervous about because mm-hmm. the first one, obviously, if you've listened to the, the last podcast, I know a lot about the first one because oh. I watched it multiple times every year of my life. Um, oh, we gushed about it. It's just a special it's a movie. movie. It's a movie that you put on every Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that kind of a film. For sure. And uh, I thought maybe with this, with this one they would be ruining it. I think that the charm of... The women who play the Sanderson sisters, it was hard to ruin it. Yeah. And I think it was a pretty good movie. I think um, so, too. As far as it was more cheeky cheesy mm-hmm. than I would have liked it to be. Um, more cheeky cheesy, certainly, than the first movie. It it, it uh, There's a very different vibe to Disney now than there was when we were growing up. But right. um, I, I will say this. I don't think that they make movies like this on Disney Channel anymore. And it was refreshing to think, oh, maybe some younger people are getting a little a little hit of what we got when we were kids. Right. Because we got the good stuff. Well, yeah. We got under wraps. We got we got just every Sunday a new Disney Channel movie. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Like mm-hmm. every single Sunday. And it was like all day they would just play the movies. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't play TV shows. They would just all day play the movies. Yeah. Um, and they had the little film film reel, and you mm-hmm. knew a good movie was going to come on. We didn't have, like, where it would tell us what was going to come on on your TV, where you oh, just, right. like, the guide, where you can just see what's going to come on. Yeah, that was revolutionary this was a This was a different time. This actually is dating me a lot. It makes me feel very old. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it was an exciting time because there was always something coming out for us to look forward to. I mm-hmm. feel like, and I don't watch Disney Channel anymore, obviously, but, like, I don't think that this generation gets that. Like, I think... The only thing I've ever heard of that this generation gets is, like, the zombie high movies. Yeah, and they just remade Under Wraps, and I know they did an Under Wraps 2 this year. Yeah, but I'm talking about, those are remakes. This is a continuation years and years later Mm -hmm. that happened in our childhood. We got the original stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, we got new original things. The new generation gets zombie high, or they get, like, I know it was a big deal, the Villains Academy or something. Oh, uh, what was that? Um, shoot, Descendants. Descendants, and yeah. I'm not knocking those things. I'm just saying we had something special. We did totally agree with that. Um, but yeah, the the one thing that I want to ask if you caught because I am confused about it now that we're talking about this. I thought that they were going to sacrifice the mayor, and they didn't end up sacrificing. Man, I think they just wanted to. Yeah. I, um. Actually, that's a good point. I don't they know. didn't end up sacrificing his daughter, Mm-mm. Cassie. And they still got the ultimate power, yeah. And I don't they know. still got the ultimate power. She was just fine. A okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, what happened? I don't know. I'm sure it was in there, just like I'm sure Gilbert's um, uh, mo- motive was there. I just I can't remember. Those are the little details I do not remember. But that's okay. We got the gist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been 
a week since we watched it, and I feel like those are pretty big details to forget, but I have forgotten. Um, it's been a lot has happened since then. It's yeah, been a, it's been a very really busy, time. busy seven, eight days. So that being said, I hope that you have watched the movie and know the answers to those questions that yeah. I am having because <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the Sinners and Sisters aren't weak in the knees about killing kids. Right. So. Now I just want to watch uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. Yes. Which is arguably the best Disney Channel movie of all time. I literally watch that movie at least once a year. I don't care if Love you're young, movie. if you're old. It's a great movie. It's freaking amazing. It fills me with so much nostalgia. It It is just so good. Yeah, that was the first thing I watched when uh, Disney Plus launched in 2019. And that is an epitome. That movie is like an epitome of what I'm talking about with the feeling that Disney Channel movies used to evoke. Yeah. It has all that magic in it. There was just something special Beautiful movie. about <laughs> Disney Channel movies at that time. And I don't know who was in charge of all that, but man, I tipped my hat to him. It was chef's kiss. I tipped my fedora, milady. Oh, God. That was the cringiest thing I think I've ever said or done. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy this is not a video podcast. I am so speechless. I'm, <laughs> I'm also not wearing a fedora, just to be clear. I do I, not wear or own a fedora. We wouldn't be married. <laughs> that was, that was I a, couldn't marry a fedora, man. That was a joke that was funnier in my head. <laughs> Please forgive me for that. <laughs> I got excited about Phantom that of the That goes on a shirt. If we ever make shirts, <laughs> that's going on one. Good God. That was great. All right. Oh, God. I think that about wraps it that, up. That's it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go watch Phantom of the Megaplex now. But yeah, this Hocus Pocus 2, a worthy sequel in my opinion. I also enjoyed it a lot. Uh, what would you give it? Um. Oh, God. Yeah. So this one is definitely not as good as the first. No, no. That one just had 20 plus years to I'm going to give it a four. Cook. I feel like it was still a good movie. It was enjoyable. I had a great time with it. And it felt... Special in the realm of there aren't any movies like this anymore that are currently being made. Yeah. Um, and I felt like the team behind it, I could see where they really did try to um, to make it a great honor, you know, of the... They, they tried to honor the first movie and, and the brilliance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. For what? For Black Flame Candles out of... Mm-hmm. Five. I like it. I'm going to meet you there. I was thinking four as well. So yeah. four out of five, black flame candles. I like it. <laughs> or should we do, since last time we did Billy Butcher, Butcherson's <laughs> head, this time we'll do his body. I like it, yeah. Well, you'll find out on Instagram if I can find his head, his body to use as a PNG. Gotcha. yeah. Yes. If, if not that, then I like the black flame candle. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got it a Blake flame candle this a time. A Blake flame I candle. I cannot speak. <laughs> That's okay. So yeah, that's uh, our review of Hocus Pocus 2. I sincerely hope that you enjoyed this movie. Uh, thought it was very charming. And I hope that it is... I want to say that I hope that it's the last. I certainly hope that it's the last that the original Sanders sisters are in. I thought it was a good farewell to them for real. I feel like if they keep on bringing them back, it's going to make it not feel as special. Yeah. Um. But I am willing to see what they do with the new coven of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they put the care and attention into it that they did in this movie. Right. I have a feeling that if they continue it, they will go the cheap route. 
And that is what concerns me. So Yeah, I think that I agree with that. I think if they do a Hocus Pocus 3, um, I have a feeling it's going to be without the Sanderson sisters. It's going to be with the new witches or new something. And Yeah, yeah, they, they may mention them. They may be like, For remember sure. that time when we fought the Sanderson sisters? Right. Like, blah, blah, we can handle anything. Like, that'll yeah. be the kind of, like, little mention in there. Or, um, or you know, obviously all... All the lore around the Sanderson sisters will still be in yeah. town. Yeah, but I just don't know what else they could do with them at this point. Uh, I'm sure that they could come up with something, but I feel like it was a great ending point for Bette Midler and and the other ladies. Yeah. Um, and I felt like it was a very nostalgic, you know, tipping of the not fedora, uh, the hat, <laughs> you know, like farewell mm-hmm. that makes you almost a little teary eyed because yeah. you're like, oh, it's the end. And I would feel like I would be robbed of that moment. If they brought them back again, For so sure. yeah, that's my two cents on it. I yeah. uh, would love to know yours, so leave us a comment on Instagram or shoot us a review here on the podcast. We would love to hear from you, and we appreciate you listening. For sure, we will. Uh, we will see you next time. Yep, this has been Country Fried Horror. Goodbye. Toodles.